0: Hey, I like
1: comedians. Perhaps I can book
0: you on a tour. This alien looks just like a hot guy. You're right, we better have sex with him.
1: What's up, guys? Welcome back. It is episode 8 of West Coast Amateur Hour. I am your host, John Hitty, and I'm with my co-host... Brendan. <laughs> <laughs> it has been more than a minute. Um, thanks for dealing with us in, in, in our little sabbatical here. Uh, Brendan, I know you took some time off. Uh, what were you doing? Uh, well, I would have said study abroad, but you actually went
2: abroad. I did, so I I did guess, go abroad. I guess I did a staycation from podcasting this okay. semester.
1: Yeah, so. and I, I actually took uh, my Mormon mission to Ireland where I uh, went from pub to pub, you know, just kind of evangelizing <laughs> to uh, all of the uh, you know, the lost souls out there. Um, but we are back. We are kind of gonna do a, a bit of a double feature here. This episode is gonna be split into two. We're gonna start the first episode by recapping some Bay Area sports and the next episode, which will probably air when.
2: Uh, I'd say probably Thursday. if you if you're listening trying to listen to something in that is relevant to the, I don't know, past twenty four hours, listen to this one first.. Yeah. If you just
1: listen to want to listen to two dudes, uh, wait for the second. Just guys being dudes.
2: Yeah, that's right.
1: Well, we just uh, got done watching Brendan's Sharks uh, clinch game five. Game five in St. Louis.
2: Um, I said this on Twitter. I said every time I feel bad for St. Louis just for being St. Louis, whether it be the fact that like David Backus is Humpty Dumpty or any the team moved, like any number of things. And then I think back and I go, Oh wait. They're the best fans in baseball, (laughs) and all this hate is totally, totally fine. Totally fine. So, yeah, they won game five tonight. Martin Jones looks like London about 1944. He is taking so many shots. We stopped them all, and uh, the guys keep scoring. They keep coming back. Uh, I think they tied the game three times tonight um, in each period. So that's quite impressive to bounce back like that.
1: and yeah, no. awesome Dame. I mean, I'm I'm a Blackhawks fan, as most people know. So I mean, I just kind of watched with a, a discerning eye and realized that this was it was a good fucking Dame. And you actually got to go to what Dame was it? Dame seven last round. Well, first of all, the
2: enemy of my enemy is my friend. So Chicagoans, if you're listening. <laughs> I, I am a transplant to the Bay Area. You're more than welcome to jump on the SS Chomp.
0: Uh,
2: I'm trying to get that vine out there for like three years now. It's still not happening. <laughs> little boy George in a tugboat full yeah. of sharks, players, and me. But that being said, is that if you can't stand St. Louis, more than welcome to take Chicago people on. Um, yeah, no, it, I, so, but yeah, I did go to game seven. Uh, a little bit of a conspiracy theory going on right now, Um <laughs> But yes, uh, I was given tickets at four o'clock, um, the day of the game. Game was at five. Game was at six. Okay. Six fifteen after the anthems and whatnot, um, and I, uh, <laughs> I got, I got a DM um, from the Sharks. They slid in my DMs, nice. which was, uh, you know, felt like I outkicked <laughs> the coverage a little bit, um, but. You know, I'm in San Francisco. Uh, I don't drive to work to Caltrain. It's much easier Uh, sometimes, although this morning they did kill somebody, so I was got to work at ten thirty, no big deal. Yeah. Sorry for that person and their family. But that being said, is that usually Caltrain's pretty quick and to get from San Jose to San Francisco in under an hour without dealing with traffic or anything like that. I literally had to leave work that's like within ten minutes. Yeah. So I walked over to my CEO and I said, dude, Sharks just gave me two tickets to Game 7. Do you want
1: to go? Well, so bad oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no,
2: no, 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 no. Wait a second. He asked me. I said, do you want to go? Yeah, that's nice of you. And he said no. And it, he also did proceed to say if it was a Game 7 for the Warriors, he would go. Uh uh-huh. But he, being a sports fan and uh, a great guy in general, um, he he was like, I can't go, but you got to go, man. Yeah. And I was like, yes, I do. That's awesome. So uh, then went to another coworker. He couldn't go. Called my mom, who I know wouldn't go, <laughs> but it was like the day after Mother's Day, yeah. so it was just per, it was like, the "Mom, yeah, do you want to go to Game Seven? Yeah. No, take your brother. Why are yeah. you asking me? Yeah, it's because it's the day after Mother's yeah. Day. So uh, I took my brother. It was amazing. I got down there, um, like it was already one nothing, and they won the game five nothing. I've never been to a uh, playoff game. Um,
1: it actually is worth the price of admission. Well, you didn't pay a price of admission.
0: No,
2: I know, but like, when <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. standing back, because I got there for uh, game one or two in this series, and I almost, uh, standing room only tickets for game seven were like 75 bucks. Mm-hmm. Like, that is so worth it just yeah. to see the crowd. Yeah, us. absolutely. So And just be uh, in the building. So yeah, me and my brother went, it was great. Um, and yeah, it was a wonderful time. And it looks like, as of tonight are one game away, the San Jose Sharks in their 25th season from going to the first ever Stanley Cup
1: to most likely play the Lightning, but I'd much rather see the Penguins play, so... Mm-hmm. I think um, I think the National Hockey League would like to see the Penguins play as well because oh yeah San Jose first Tampa Bay isn't exactly a bid to draw well and third
2: leg Greg from Tampa uh-huh. Bay blocked me so I can't even <laughs> I can't even taunt him or see what he says
1: but uh, speaking of playoffs you've been to more playoff games this season than me So yeah. what's going on yeah well i you know Blackhawks are out Bulls didn't make the playoffs thank God um, and I and I've been all Warriors since the day I moved here. And I've been fortunate enough, I've gotten to go to over over 25 regular season games this year, and I actually just got to go to two playoff games. Almost back-to-back, back, I went to game four of the Portland series in Portland. I have clients up in Portland. No big um, deal. <laughs> just part of the regular tech sales job, so whenever whenever there's a good basketball game in town, I'll use the excuse of, oh, it's a client event, I have to take clients, and I'll get to take them and, you know... Just so it's, happens it's Rip City and they're it, it, awesome. And it just so happens that, you know, the Warriors are in town and Steph Curry has been out with a, a knee thing and he's on limited minutes. And, you know, it's I got decent seats. I'm standing there with my coworker who's also a Warriors fan. We're wearing our Warriors yellow. Everyone Client, else. Client couldn't go? Client was there. Client oh, was okay. there. They were wearing their white Rip City. and And – and by saying wearing their white, I mean the whole entire stadium is wearing white. And I don't just mean on their shirts. I mean every single person in Portland is just an old white guy. So there we are with our backwards hats and our, and our you know. Our- Wait, hold on a second. Step back. So there's no
2: hipster Portlandia types going to basketball games? Because I'm going to launch into a sidetrack in about 30 seconds. Okay. I just want to hear what was the demo of the crowd there. For, I just said it.
1: Just only old white. No, guys. I mean, but no. Of course, there are people our age. But I mean, in terms of like the disparity, like the the ratio, way more older like white, like mid forties. So maybe a retirement sport. It's it's a retirement sport. I mean, and and they're fucking passionate. I mean, it's one of two professional sports teams sport. they have up there. Okay, yeah. So
2: when I did not buy standing room only tickets to game. One or two. I can't remember the Sharks game because I guess they only do Game Uh 7. I went across the street to Patty's Bar. Uh Patty's Inn, I should say. It's the oldest bar in San Jose, 1935. Uh, Still operating, at least. In any case, I sat between a guy who was a... I don't know if he was retired or just tired. (laughs) Um, Radio guy. Introduced himself as uh, Bob. Then it became Danny. (laughs) <laughs> uh it turns out it was his birthday. Yeah. Dude just his burps smelled like pure um like toxic waste. The the crow, the black yeah. crow, like whatever it is. Yeah. Zanka for my friends in the northeast. <laughs> um it smelled awful and it was his birthday. <laughs> and he just he was just a San Jose guy. Yeah. Hated everything about anywhere else. He's a San Jose bread guy. The guy next to me was just kind of like a uh could be a roadie for Weezer type. Uh, <laughs> so a, younger. Yeah, owned a dispensary sure. in, in Santa Clara. Hates, Sounds hates, standard. Hates sports. Of course. But like something about hockey is interesting to and him. Watches it kind of ironically. And the rest of the fan base is either like people that have an affiliation to hockey from another city. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bay Area sports fans, so they root for Warriors, Giants, 49ers, all that sort of stuff. Punk um, Punk chicks. Punk chicks yeah. like roller derby types, and then retired people, and that like that's their sport. Interesting. So when you were saying like it's only what old white guys, I was kind of like, oh wait a second, this is very similar sounding because well, Port- if
1: you go to a Sharks game, it's it's a lot of white guys. And Portland's like a retirement community because it's people from California who are getting driven out by the high price of living in Northern California and just moving north a little bit. You know, right. it, yeah, weed's completely legal up there, so they go up there to retire, smoke some weed. And honestly, if, if there's anyone our age there, they have to like seek out a life in Portland. Like you don't. It's Portland not, isn't yeah. a destination. Portland's okay. somewhere you go if you don't want to do San Francisco, uh, San Francisco, Los Angeles, New York, or Chicago. So if if San Francisco or Seattle's too intimidating of yep, a city, exactly, you go to Portland. And that type of person okay. isn't exactly like a professional sports person. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, there are people that are passionate. A couple of my clients are diehard. One of my clients, her family has season tickets to the Trailblazers. She knew more about the NBA basketball than I did, but it's it's just few and far between compared to you know sports fans in Chicago, sports fans in San Francisco.
2: So do they? I mean, here here's and obviously hockey is a little bit more of a complicated sport to know and follow sure. than basketball. But at the same time, there must have been trailblazer fans there that had no concept of the game of, of basketball.
1: All. maybe maybe a few. Or I no. mean, I think I mean I think in any sporting event in today's day and age, you did a lot of people going there as part of a work thing or as part of a. You and know, I'm not trying to be a hockey hardo no. here at all. It's oh, just yeah. that uh, there's a ton of like, <laughs> for example, there was a woman yeah. there was a woman sitting in front of me, and I think I think I, I pointed her out to you. She uh, she reminded me of one of the women that you'd find at one of your supplement conventions, which we'll actually talk about later. Um, yes. This woman was, you know, five four. And built, like, a brick shithouse. He
2: actually tweeted this, and I did inquire, (laughs) because she kind of looked like a version of, like, uh, uh, what's the Street Fighter character that, like, was Uh, a normal guy? I don't remember.
1: (laughs) Put it this way. She was was diesel. She was diesel. If she was a
2: gasoline, she would be diesel. Yeah.
1: And she, I mean, she was... Uh, female bodybuilder through and through. She snuck in a Tupperware of chicken breasts and oh, broccoli. I forgot <laughs> that. Hey, meal prep. Six-pack six fitness. Yeah, that ne- never sleeps. Never sleeps. But, I mean, she didn't know jack shit about uh, basketball. Neither did her uh, her female counterpart, who I don't know if it was her now, girlfriend.
2: Now, wait. I'm gonna, and this is going to lead to the supplement convention story. <laughs> I'm going to uh, give them a pass on that one because that is a very... From a young age, I don't. I'm not coordinated enough at sports, but I'm strong.
1: Uh-huh. Okay. Uh huh.
2: Okay. I wrestle, sure. etc. Because I happen to do a little bit of side business with uh, the supplement industry and apparel, etc. Uh huh. And my buddy that runs a company that I, I kind of do some consulting for. He knows nothing about sports, so he like Joe Pavelski has walked into Sedge's store, yeah, and and he's like, hey, what's up, little guy? Yeah. And he's like, no, no, no. Yeah. I was like, dude, this is why you call me when these yeah. things happen because yeah. yeah. I can tell you who these people are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I I'm gonna give a give her a pass on that one, but okay. everybody else, I I mean to say is like if somebody goes up for a block and gets ball but body. People that even you know that's like okay the the Warriors guy.
1: No, I mean they're it's a passionate fan base. It's a small white passionate fan base. I'm just saying it's 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 okay. it's diametrically o- opposite. Of I'm what you saying see like here. when they
2: yelling for a foul when you're like no it's not a foul.
1: Like, no no so that that's something that you would see. Um, and this is going back to Chicago roots when I would go to Cubs games in college like back in like maybe like 07 when they weren't very good. And you could just kind of walk in and you would go. And every time there'd be a pop fly, the entire place would go crazy as they think they're seeing a home run. When if you knew anything uh, about sports, All right. yeah, oh, come on, you ever been? Really, I mean, you, you no, you, yeah. I mean, there's some.
2: I, hey, I was. We were. How, both, how far are the, out of the infield are we talking? What do You mean how
1: far out of the? infield? But you say like?
2: a pop fly. I mean, like there's times. No, like when as
1: soon as like there's the, certain vantage points where everything looks like it's a home run. Sure, but no, I mean like the I second. I didn't realize the, the ball was slicing. Ball, to <laughs> I
2: didn't realize the ball was slicing to me. Uh, I was in right field for a Giants game mm-hmm. against the Cubs, actually, yeah. and I didn't know this ball was coming at me until it was like four rows in front of me. I was like, "Oh, <laughs> that
1: thing's gone." <laughs> well, honestly, uh, it, it's it's in Chicago It was more like when the ball made ton, when they made uh, contact with okay. the ball, and that would kind of annoy me because I'm I'm no I'm no baseball hard though. I mean, baseball in terms of my knowledge of you know my realm of knowledge of sports isn't very high, but you know you can tell the difference between.
2: Yeah, a home no, no I'm,
1: with, I'm with you on that.
2: I just it's it's funnier because like the San Jose thing is like uh, every game I go to, there's somebody yelling about um, uh, yeah ice like icing or offsides or uh, like just a stick check stuff like that, and it's yeah. like oh dude, you, like it's actually it's funny. Our, uh, my buddy Jordy keeps tweeting and blogging with this picture of uh, this guy that's just like a notorious like he's a huge Sharks fan. His puck guy <laughs> on his jersey, Jesus, authentic fourteen. Yeah. And then his girlfriend, Puck Gal, 14. There's a whole little group of them on Twitter. They know nothing about hockey at all. (laughs) Jesus Christ. As I'm just throwing shade and bullets. But in any case, I'm saying, like, you go to Chicago, you go to Boston, you go to New York. It's... There's those fans everywhere. No, but, like, your your grandmother knows Ground Will Double. Yeah. Like, shit like like that. Yeah. And hence, as I completely turn the ship here, (laughs) is that this is why John and myself... Have to root for some of these teams because yeah. the fan base has to have a knowledge.
1: Yeah, fan. it really does. You're honestly right. Ooh. So, so we're uh, backtracking, we're in Portland and we're sitting maybe 10 rows behind the uh visitors' basket. So, we're getting to watch you know, Steph you know, play limited minutes and then Sean Livingston gets tossed first time in his career and they're down by 10 the entire game. And going into halftime, yeah, going yeah, into in halftime, and I'm looking around and I'm going. This is fine. Everything's gonna be fine. And I kept saying every time they'd make a little bit of run, I would turn to my yeah. clients and I would say, "Do you guys smell that? You know what that smells like to me? It smells like a comeback." And I, being, I would have said, "Like it smells like you're not getting the deal." <laughs> like, like, would have no, I don't. know. No. These clients I'd already gotten a deal with. This was like, "Hey, thanks for the deal. Let's go to a basketball." Oh, so you're like eight years in. I'm watching the game. <laughs> and um, yeah, I mean, everyone kind of knows what happened. Overtime starts. Since since Sean gets tossed, Steph played. 38 minutes that game, and then he scored an unprecedented 17 points in overtime, and had five three pointers in like a two and a half. Still,
2: still less minutes
1: than most of the players on the floor. Yeah, so service yeah. purpose. I mean, a service purpose, but I mean, and so there I am with clients in enemy territory, trying to behave myself when I just witnessed one of the greatest single. That was I did clients. not I I when I saw
2: Livingston get tossed. Which, by the way, if you ever listen to an interview with Sean Livingston, and I I'm trying not to sound like. Like Jay Marriotti, yeah, yeah. sort of somewhat racist white guy here, but like he is one of the smoothest dudes. Yeah, yeah he and never, like his interviews never hit him raising his voice. His 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 interviews, like he doesn't raise a uh, you know his temper at all. Mm-hmm. But also he also probably knows a really cool like like black dude story. That yeah, he, like yo man, I was talking and, you know in the locker room and, and you know fun, some, fun things, some things were said. You know, fun, fe-
1: fun And it's like oh, something. he's cool. Yeah, yeah. Fun fact about Sean Livingston, uh, East Peoria High School is where he jumped from, and Peoria, Illinois is where my mother is from. Wow. So I've spent a lot of time down in the Peoria era. I never had got a chance to see him play. He's obviously a little bit older than us, but Interesting. he's a product of uh, Illinois. So I am kind of always root for him a little bit harder. Yeah, absolutely. He's him. a like, good player. Plus, he went through that horrific injury. like It was one of the worst things that anyone had ever seen. I don't seen. remember that. So you don't remember don't, that?
2: Yeah. Not I. As I've gotten older... You're aware of it? As I've gotten older, I've become more of like a... Um, I know the pace and what what's going on here. Oh man! Like no, no. I mean that's maybe that's just me getting older here, but sure. like baseball or like football, and not so much football, but like hockey too. It's like all right or golf. It's like all right. I know the characters. I know. Sure, sure. I, Let's see what happens today.
1: But this is good for you to know as a Warriors fan and just as a sure, basketball fan yeah. in general. I mean, so Sean Livingston was drafted I think in 04 when he was 18 years old. He was one of the you know. Prepped yeah. to pros. And he was a well, female. He was drafted yeah. third by the Clippers. The Clippers this is when the Clippers were in a down year. Oh, that's right. yeah, he yeah. played maybe 16 games of his first season, and he was on a fast break. Like, he was way ahead of the pack. Him, one-on-one with some other guy. And he planted his left leg, and he his leg separated in about six different places. Oh. And it was one of the most... I remember, it was one of those things where they showed it on TV once when it happened, and then... They were like, hey, we can't show this. So they, they didn't even do the like. It was Joe Thais been treatment. It was pretty much, it was it wasn't even like it wasn't even like, oh guys, you know, avert your eyes if you're if you're you know uncomfortable with gruesome injuries. It was just, hey, we can't show this. He was carted off. They told him he would never like play basketball again and that he'd have trouble walking. That was in 04, 05. So here we are. he went, he went, he went, he went silent for a long time. I mean, he went no, bad? he went to Europe. He rehabbed for years. He went to Europe. He had a couple stints in the D-League. He was on the uh uh, on the Spurs for a minute, and then yeah. he got like a, a one year did on the Nets in Brooklyn and had a great playoff performance like two years ago. He's averaged like 12 a game. Warriors picked him up for $10 million, and I mean, the rest is history. Yeah, I mean, it turns out to be a great deal, and I do forget that.
2: I remember him being hearing about him on the Clippers, then I just didn't hear anything till like the Spurs. I was just like, oh, okay.
1: I mean, it was a great dad, and it's just a great story. It's one of those guys, every time he's out there, I'm like, that fucking good for you, man. Just like. Uh, overcoming odds. Speaking of Warriors players and our connections to them, <laughs>
2: uh, said other um, side venture uh, <laughs> with my supplement industry, doing some social media for Cali Muscle guy, trading DMs with Draymond Green's mom. What's her yeah. name? Mary. Mary Babers Green. Yeah. Mary Babers Green. She's has been talking about a like, personality in herself. Well, you know, she was, she's a great follower. She was ranked, I think, in the top 20 sports follows non-athletes <laughs> uh, by Esquire Magazine. Oh, cool. So like, actually, like somebody with their Would hat you? on like, yeah. was like, no, 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 you need to follow this. Uh, electric takes yeah. all the time. Um, so <laughs> she, we had sent her some Cali Muscle t-shirts that were in Warriors colors mm. and we're like, oh, you know. Yeah. Um, I said, listen, your, your son's clearly like I the most yeah, like fear guy on the team. Yeah, like that strength that comes from a mom.
1: Love to send you some swag. She was like? She was like on. done. What would Draymond <laughs> what done? Would Draymond Green think about you DMing with his mother? Well, like I, I, if he saw you, what would Draymond Green
2: do? Am I bulking or am I cutting? Because <laughs> if I'm bulking, he'd probably hit me. But if I was like soccer shape, like 175, he'd be like, man, oh, on, oh. like bra. That'd be that'd be a, a bra. Yeah, You'd just yeah. walk away. But. It was so funny because um, she got the she got the package, but then she didn't tell me she was going to the game. So like we had to wait like two or three weeks yeah. for, for her to tweet it out <laughs> with the shirt. And uh, and she did. It, it was it was great because her timing was perfect. She did the, like the the sales pitch for me. She did. Uh, they were down like on a run. They're down nine. She just tweets I mean, tweet tweet out picture and like, "Come on, guys, use some of that Cali
1: muscle." <laughs> yeah, the best part is you just got Draymond Green's mom to do a sponsored tweet that would yeah, probably have cost probably <laughs> cost like a marketer like you know fifty
2: grand well, yeah, or something. Well, you want to talk about we can, we are in the tech sure. industry yeah. here. Is that I um I actually sent my original uh, the first thing I did with these guys was I sent a bunch of swag to Stanford Steve. Mm-hmm. Um, Stop, so. Um, I was going to say I got dead air for a second. I got to take a drink here.
1: <laughs> parched, I'm parched. You see you sent some you sent some Cali swag, Cali muscle swag to Stanford Steve. What did he end up Yeah, so up at the, at the
2: time he was producing the SVP and Rasil show. Yeah, the radio show.
1: Yeah, yeah. So it's it's
2: uh, it's telecast mm-hmm. for an hour and a half yeah. to 2 hours yeah. and if you work out yeah, it, during the day. Yeah, you're probably you're probably watching, you're probably watching the, it. So at the gym, yeah. You know, Steve's from out here, and uh so I hit him up because we had a decent amount of followers. I think he only had like ten or ten or ten or twenty. We had like seven, and I said, "Look, like, dude, like, we love your show. Like, all of our people, like, we have it on in the store. Uh-huh. Um, we'd love to send you some gear. Like, what are you guys' sizes? Huh? And he was like, "Yeah, sweatshirts, hats." And I was like, nice. "I was like, all right, listen." I'll send you the gear, like you don't have to tweet anything out. Just like cause at the time they had the the football home. Yeah, they have the table with all the, the like yeah, the slag yeah. on and it. And then right. they had like one hat or something yeah. in the middle. And so I was like, if you could toss it up for a day or two, that'd be awesome. And he's like, Yeah, no problem. And so like a week later, and like my my buddy John, who runs this company, was like he knows nothing about sports. So yeah. he, he's banking on me because he's like, I've already. You're like his social media. He's like, well, but us. but also he's like Everybody in the greater Bay Area that likes UFC or weightlifting yeah. has my shirt already. Yeah. I need like a new demo. Yeah, of course. I was like, yeah. Done. I'm your yeah. guy. Yeah. So we wait a week and he's like hitting me up because we just sent like you know $200 worth of stuff. Yeah. to To some rando, and uh, but you know we got ESPN address and all <laughs> that stuff, and um, so like a week later. He he calls me, he goes, dude, I've been getting calls all day. That's awesome. And they put the hat there in the center. And then they end up keeping it a hat and just rotating the colors <laughs> for like six months. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> and they're like the best part is like I was trying to explain like the value add yeah. To, yeah. to John because he's like, I was like, listen, John, because I was trying to say like, you know, about people watching sports and stuff, and I was like, Subway. Uh-huh. sponsors their yeah. uh, radio show yeah. so they can hear it on the air, but the same people are hearing it, they're banking on the fact that it's also telecast. Sure. With a little subway banner or something like yeah. that. We just put
1: a hat that has more presence than the banner for the past half a year. Well let me, let me let me let me get it down to like an actual advertising level since that's what I do is I sell Break advertising. Is is I mean, companies pay for eyeballs. So if the Statman Pelt, you know, you know, telecast averages an, uh, 10 million eyeballs a day, right? An, or an episode. 10 million people are watching that at episode. Some point, like, at, at some, some point. At some point, 10 million people will see that hat. I mean, Tally Muscle should be paying for every single one of those eyeballs, like, by the <laughs> set. So some, so some companies, for example, when I, worked, when I worked in television, when I worked in television, an episode of Family Die would be, like, eight bucks an eyeball. Which is pretty high. But then, but then, like, the series premiere of Sons of Anarchy, like, the first airing, like, on Thursday nights, what everyone in America would watch, was, like, $24 an eyeball. So Whoa. think of the money. So if you, if you think about it, if you were to look up for your boss, John, and you were to say, like, oh, you know, that show averages 10 million users, we just got the equivalent of, it's eight bucks, I think. Eighty million, you know, I, I can't it, even do it. it I even an, even, a, your
2: your your eyeballs are yeah. going ballistic. Just because it's, right? it's
1: just because it's it, like no, no no. So it gets better. Yeah. So the first
2: day they had it on was, um, <laughs> they put the hat, and then as I'm watching at home, I was like working from home that day, and uh, you know doing like a regular job. Mm-hmm. As I'm watching it, I realized it's it's Gronk and um, um, Odell Beckham. To reveal the release of the video game, they're going to be on the show oh, uh, uh,
1: NFLM Ben yeah, 15, yeah, yeah, yeah. 15, so last year. Uh-huh.
2: And they cut away, and there's a Scott Van Pelt like cardboard cutout, and they put this giant red Cali Muscle shirt what on the, the cutout. Fuck? It was on the cutout That's for like incredible for six months. So what ended up? So what's What ends up, what up happening is, and and they are thank you guys so much, yeah. Ryan especially, oh, yeah. Stanford Steve. Um, there's two things to why it worked out and why I probably never work out again. <laughs> it was that a little marketing tip. I think half the reason that Stanford Steve was like, oh yeah, for sure. I'll do that. Is because the ESPN, like gym, like yeah. the workout thing, the clothing competition that must go on. Oh yeah. Between like former athletes, yeah. current athletes, and, like Famous people yeah, yeah, yeah. must be so fierce yeah, that yeah. Stanford, Steve, and Ryan Roussel were like, "All right, check this out. We yeah. can bust in. Nobody will have these." Yeah, like, like,
1: they're like, <laughs> "Fuck it, let's do it." Well, give them their shine. I mean, a company like a company like Nike or Subway, like you said, would pay the equivalent of all right, a so a couple for, million right. dollars for a for like a, a run of those shows. A Couple million dollars for like the spring the spring run of of the Stat right, right, show. All right, even better. In the six months that
2: we were had our product there, uh-huh. Progressive sponsored the entire show. Mm-hmm. Okay, so every time presented by Progressive, sure. Subway had a Hot Takes line that they mentioned like once an hour. Mm-hmm. Okay. Our hat
1: was there the entire, the entire time. time. The entire time, just you're just you're just gathering Multiple, eyeballs. multiple, multiple. Yeah. At some point. Yeah, I'm I'm just so surprised that Stanford Steve or or, or whoever you were dealing with wasn't so, just like, hey, like we need more shit from you guys. We are giving you so much. We did so
2: so they did hit us up for okay. a second. Absolutely. They, yeah, yeah. And absolutely. and we were like, absolutely, because at, at a certain point, like there was some there were people like he's like, I'm getting a lot of online orders. From <laughs> like, I have not sent product. To <laughs> That's this great. Is great. So, what ends up happening is SVP gets promoted mm-hmm. big time. That's sh- the show. Gets his own show yeah. on SportsCenter. So, Ryan, mm-hmm. Rosillo, and uh, Stanford Steve's moving to, to, to just do SVP NFL stuff, show, yeah. which is like, you know, that's awesome yeah. for both of them. Yeah. And then Rosillo's got his basically is the guy. Yeah. So, Danny Cannell comes in. I love Danny Cannell. He's, he's got some pretty interesting takes as well. <laughs> but... They redo the set in the first week or so. They have like a this is a, we sent like oh my god we sent like a fucking dozen hats and like so many aggressive colors it, like yeah. it was the last hat that we had I think it's still on the Cali Muscle Twitter page it's like it is black with neon green
0: writing <laughs> this thing could
2: stand out yeah. on a black white TV. Yeah. <laughs> like it is aggressive that's awesome the next day it's gone uh-huh. and I'm like what okay happened? okay Maybe were you watching were you watching every day or were you checking in every day. Yeah, I would DVR yeah. it. Yeah. Just to see, like, what the set, like, yeah. all the... Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, so, like, a, w- a couple weeks go by, I hit up Stanford Steve, I go, are we through to send you another package, bud? And he's like, haha, no, man, the suits came yeah, in yeah. to watch the first run-through. And we're like, "Who?" And somebody with their <laughs> head screwed on straight was like, who the fuck is Kelly Muscle? Like, what the fuck's going on here? Like, are they paying for this? Get the shit out of here. Like... It was. Little uh, did they know that they they gotten
1: away with it for. So you gotten away with it. It was. You
2: system. know what it was like. It was like. Uh, it was like that story in England. The guy set up like a parking meter. Yeah. And like, across the street from it. a zoo for yeah. like thirty years, yeah, yeah, and yeah. then
1: like he just like yeah. there was it was owned by the yeah. city yeah, like yeah, it was free parking like yeah.
2: that that I didn't like when that ended I was like oh did your, did so did your boss John give you some sort of raise or promotion because of this John is a great guy John County Muscle Campbell <laughs> California. <laughs> Um, right on Campbell Avenue, heart of downtown. The pearl of the South Bay, Campbell. Um, no, actually, so, I mean, we have a kind of a gentleman's agreement. And he obviously provides a lot of nutrition, uh, gym membership, and uh, swag, of course. Nice. So, but it's uh, it's one of those people helping people, which is what I normally do. So, um, but at, so I want to go back to something a little bit earlier, is that you... Um, well, actually, before we close about basketball, sure, I heard you watch an interesting documentary.
1: <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! I completely Please product. tell me all about. Yeah, this. you know, I was uh, I was you know clicking around on the interwebs earlier today <laughs> in my office, you know, uh, pretending to be working, and I, I saw that there was on my timeline there was a an award winning documentary um, that was surrounding, and this this is receiving you know tons and tons of Oscar buzz. You know, it's already. It's already being heralded in the as, short, as, the short category. In, in the in the in the mini docu series, yes, there was a short it's documentary. Competitive field this year. I know, I know. It was a short documentary um, about the crying Jordan uh, face meme. Which, credit, which credit to Sports Illustrated for producing something so quickly. Yeah. And, and so
2: and so like very zeitgeist. Yeah, yeah. you know,
1: after it yeah. debuted in 2014. Um, Not true, <laughs> as you'll learn when you watch. But I was watching it just minding my own fucking business when all of a sudden, my co- my podcast co-host's most famous Jordan and crying face meme. And friend. And friend. <laughs> Co-host first, friend second. His most famous meme that he he put together was featured predominantly in the documentary for like a good, I mean, they, they animated it, they focused on it. I mean, it, it came out of nowhere and I... And credit to... My good friend Mary Babers Green for
2: retweeting that <laughs> yeah. and, and with the capital letters, bruh, cry face, cry face. I, it, it, I hit a black Twitter grand slam. Oh, I like bet. it was, I bet. and actually, before we, uh, before we jump off, of Mary, the best part was so the other day when I was like, so, like, can we make sure, like, wait, there's a tweet now that yeah. you're home? And yeah. she's like, I'm at this place, like, I can't get Wi-Fi. <laughs> was, and, like, I was like, I was like, Mary, it's fine. Like, let's just wait till the next game. Yeah. And uh, and she hit me up with a, uh, can you send me a text to remind me? Did <laughs> like, Davey remember? Course. No, no, just like a oh, DM. A DM. It was okay. like, I was like, oh. But it was oh. all worth it. But in any case, yeah.
1: So the best part about the, documentary, night, yeah. the best part about that night, your, your Jordan meme, which was
2: during Spurs Warriors? Uh, it was regular season, actually. It was in January. Um, that... Um, it happened because it was built up like a huge game. Yeah. And the Warriors beat him by like, I think like 44, yeah, maybe 42. Yeah. And if you look in the meme itself, it it's Ginobili going to the basket and it kind of summarized the second half for them yeah. because he just, it, I don't even remember what happened, but Speeds either
1: blocked him or it was an airball or something. But like the crowd, there's no crowd behind him. Yeah. It's in the third quarter. Like yeah, it is they left. done. Yeah. yeah. But the best part was when that happened and you put out that meme and it went crazy, crazy viral. Was I had to then explain to my girlfriend, the Tapelaar roommate, what a the crying Jordan (laughs) meme face was, b what your meme did and like what happened, and and c (laughs) what exactly it is that you spend all your fucking time doing, and and I mean it was like it was like putting my fine arts degree to use.
0: Thank I you, I mean, professor.
1: Uh, it was it was like it was like twenty five minutes of questions and confusion and trying to explain her and show her and then show her others examples of it while she's like I don't understand this. I mean, it was perfect. Well, and to to the guy's
2: point, I think Sports Pickle and Jason Williams are interviewed is that mm-hmm. one of the points, and maybe I'm giving away a third of the movie. But, <laughs> <know>. but is <laughs> that third is of is the it, five minute movie? People people wonder why it, it keeps going, and is that for two reasons like people that complain about it then you just do it to them yeah. that's funny Yeah, or like once you think it's, it hasn't been done well enough someone, someone does do- and that was my little chapter yeah. in the Jordan meme story I so think. definitely
1: check it out what's the name of the documentary
2: uh, it's just called two minute flick uh, actually <laughs> I, didn't know, I didn't know I was going to do press for this uh, if you uh, if you friend me on Facebook <laughs> if you search Jordan meme doc um on google as john's doing right now um it's like the top one or if not maybe the second it's a it's on the first page you're not going to multiple o's but you do have to click through a sports illustrated link to like aol
1: um yes it's it's over at aol.com yeah it's uh, my internet's really slow yeah
2: so it is uh it's behind
1: the the meme by the two point lead,
2: yeah, two point lead. That's what two yeah, minutes. Yeah. Definitely check it out. Uh, it your, felt like your, a two your boy
1: St. Brendan is featured predominantly. It felt like a two minute flick. It <laughs> it's not. a two point minutes. lead. It was yeah, actually two point. It's actually five minutes. Um, well, so let's uh, let's talk really quick because we both got the the very uh, the honor of watching the Chicago Cubs come <laughs> to town this past weekend. Yeah, that was to play uh, uh, the San Francisco Giants. You went on Friday when Jake Arrieta pitched. I went on Saturday when John Lester pitched. It was my, it was actually only my second time at the Giants ballpark. You've been a few times.
2: Though. Yeah, I've been, uh, I've actually, so when I moved down here in middle school, I actually went to Candlestick for one game. Oh, cool. Um, I did go see a 49ers game. Uh, Who they play? The Seahawks, and we were in Paul Allen's box. No big deal, but kind of a <laughs> no big deal. Uh, that's the only football game I've ever been to, so it's, it's owner's box or box. It's the only
1: football game you've ever been to?
2: Only NFL game I've ever been to. Wow. Yeah, how about that? Owner's box or bust. Yeah, I mean, the, anything else
1: is gonna be is gonna be bad. But so, so I, was, I went
2: to yeah. So I went to Candlestick, and it is if, for those of you that may not have heard of it, or they oh, it's cold, cold, cold. Uh, it was freezing. Yeah, uh, if, if you sit in AT and T Park on in the upper yeah. deck, uh, or and even in the second second, even the you know front row, you mm-hmm. could be ice cold. Yeah, um, it was like that at every seat in yeah. Candlestick. Getting there, going in, then it became Three Com. Uh, but I've been to a lot of AT Park games for the Giants. Um, probably a couple dozen, at least. Yeah. So
1: it was only my second. I went to opening day. doubt it was a client thing. But this this was really cool. I didn't see my team play in in uh, you know, enemy territory. The. Giants actually shellacked my Cubs. It wasn't it wasn't that close of a game, yeah. but it was still very cool. I've been to a lot of ballparks. I've been to a lot of different cities, and I think AT T's right up there with maybe the top two. It's, it's it, so fucking. It cool.
2: is, um, and I've also had the pleasure of seeing my Red Sox play mm-hmm. the Giants uh, in AT and T. It is. I will say this: credits to the Cubs, um, and you know they've been doing pretty well of late. Um, they travel pretty well.
0: Yeah, travel well, travel
2: yeah, yeah. pretty, pretty well. National brand. Yeah, uh, Red Sox is in most recent years probably one of the best. Um but yeah it's it's always a it's always good to see a really cool interleague game like that. But 18th Two Park is everything you can think of they've got. Um the and food it, is like ten times better than any other ballpark oh, I've ever been it's, to. It's great.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh Wi Fi like throughout yeah. the park. Yeah. Uh, so, you can watch and this So Mary, if I give you a Giants <laughs> you know, T shirt, there's <laughs> Wi Fi there. We're good.
1: Because, but but this and so maybe this is only because you can't do this at Ridley. You can walk around the entire park yeah. and do like a whole lap, which I feel like you can't do in every park. So that was cool. They've got a really, I mean, not cool for me, but they've got a, like an area for kids, or if you have kids, you can just go. They, they have like a farmers on, market. Yeah, yeah. they can go on a
2: slide. They didn't so in, in right field. If you if you see an eighteen-two park, it's kind of like there's gates and you can see people in between. Um, that area, half of it is a really, really like, think of like a dark New York bar, actually San Francisco, you could say like with like, that has like library books and shit, Mm -hmm. like leather chairs and Mm -hmm. like a lot of like extramarital affairs going on in the background. (laughs) Um, they have one of those in right field in that gated area. So like you can, you could rent that place out or buy admission to it for like some egregious amount like 300, $500, something like that. And it's just like, uh, old timey bartender and shit. Then right next to it, you can get in. What's that place called? Uh, it's, you have to look at the stadium, but okay. it's it's in right field, right there. Next to it, you can go in there, and then there's like a, a fucking farmers market, a community garden. Wow! In center field, so they redid that. It used to be just tarped over. Now you see people and plants and shit. That's fucking, fucking kale. Sand kale. Sand Yeah. Sand <laughs> <as well>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, hey, but credits to the people that designed that stadium. Um, I think it's the same people that designed the Earthquake Stadium, actually, which won Stadium of the Year (laughs) in uh, Stadium Digest. It's not a joke. You can look that up. There's something called Stadium Digest? There's there's an architectural stadium magazine or monthly or maybe semi-monthly. That's cool. It comes out at least twice a year. <laughs> what we should that do work? our own version of stadium digest. I took architecture classes when <laughs> I got my fine arts <laughs> degree. But that being said is that whoever designed ATT Park, they just continuously keep shaping it to the community. And I would say out of all the teams of the games I've been to because I've been to uh quite a few of them, I would say the Giants do the best job of corralling every demo mm-hmm. um into one fan base and it's not it's not the Sharks game it's like uh, the Warriors are a great team they're very yeah. lovable but like if you had like the Cavs team as the Warriors like I don't know if yeah. my mom goes to that game yeah, the Warriors sure. like oh it's super and they're going that direction as yeah. the Giants did but the Giants their fan base isn't like made up of just one type of person it's very which very the Warriors diverse. is yes yes yeah, the which East, is predominantly, yeah Asian <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> a lot of Filipino dudes hey which is why I'm there
2: yeah exactly there you go <laughs> Um, but, oh, so, one thing about the Giants game, um, first splash hit game I've been to since Bonds mm-hmm. game. Um, that was pretty cool. Uh, Arietta just lights out. Wait, I actually, who, hit, who hit the splash hit? Um, I don't think it was Bryant. Bryant, Homer, and Rizzo. Yeah, I think, Rizzo it, was, did, I think yeah. it was Rizzo. Okay. So, I think he did, yeah. Um, but either way, um, just goes to show like he smashed it. But, um, what was I going to say? Oh, Virgin Lounge! If you have the opportunity to go to AT and T Park, uh-huh. Virgin Lounge, there's a mini like airplane.
1: Oh escalator. wait, I've, I've seen this, and you don't you go up the air airplane tube.
2: Yeah, you're just going to the suite, yeah. but Virgin like marketed yeah, in a way course. where it's like they're playing, they're blasting like. Like, a remix of oh, the newest
1: of Rihanna song that just came out. It's like... Is oh. that where you fucking sat on Friday? Yeah, I did.
2: <laughs> Great Wi-Fi. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, no, the, the Cubs look amazing. And we didn't even get into the game until... I. So I had won some tickets to work. And I was getting the other ticket for my cousin. And so we, we didn't
1: get in until like 8 o'clock. Game was over. Like, it yeah. was over at yeah. the second. Jeez. Yeah. Go, Cubs, go. I think that's going to be it For the sports section Of episode 8 Of West Coast Amateur Hour So definitely If you're looking to figure out Find out more about What Brendan and I Have been up to lately A little bit more About my travels We'll talk some You know the, Today in San Francisco Some tech news You know Make sure you tune in On Thursday for episode 9 uh, I'm Johnny J Hit on Twitter At St. Brendan on Twitter
2: uh, Hoping to get across A million views on Vine <laughs> And with that, we take you out to some Thin Lizzy.
0: (laughs) What's better than this? Guys being dudes. And his face. Man, we just fell about the place. If that chick don't wanna know, forget her.